A buxom brunette trotted past wearing something that looked more like an eye patch than a sports bra, and Kyle tried not to stare as he got out of the car. Remembering the ducks that paddled the river looking for handouts, he rummaged in his back seat, looking for a pack of crackers or something to throw for them. He found a Ziploc bag of marshmallows and tried to remember how they'd gotten there. A camping trip with Kara, that was it. They'd made s'mores and snuggled under a green wool blanket just a few months before they split in August. The memory seemed hollow, like it belonged to someone else. Kyle clenched the baggie in his fist and wondered if ducks ate marshmallows. He shoved the door shut and turned toward the park. The air was somewhere between crisp and comfortably tepid, and he smelled crumbled leaves and river water on the light breeze. His boots sank into soggy grass, and the squish of it beneath his soles gave him an odd sort of comfort. He took a few steps forward, glancing at the blonde in a pink sports bra who bounced past on his right. Hey there, she called, grinning at him over her shoulder. Love that shirt. Thanks. Kyle looked down to see he was wearing the same plain white t-shirt he'd dug out of the hamper the day before. He looked back up to see the blonde jogging in place a few feet away. Let me amend that, she said, brushing a perfect sheen of sweat from between her breasts. I love the way you fill out that shirt. Uh, thanks? The blonde laughed. My name's Stacy, and if you'd like to go out sometime... Actually, Stacy, now's not a great time. I didn't mean now, silly. Obviously, I'd want to shower first. She shot him a suggestive look, probably waiting for him to say something flirtatious about the shower. But Kyle just stood there, biting back the urge to tell her he wasn't in the mood for a soapy grope-fest with a stranger the day after his brother died. Then again, his brother would have been the first person to hit on a woman no matter who died. Maybe this was a sign from Matt. Maybe later, Kyle said, shuffling past her and making a beeline for the north end of the park. There was a bench, he remembered, on a ledge overlooking the river and a path fringed with evergreens. Matt always liked sitting there, claiming it had the best view of the joggers, the female joggers. Kyle wasn't in the mood for ogling, but he did feel like finding a connection to his brother. What he didn't expect to find was Meg. He spotted her instantly, her rust-colored ringlets blowing behind her as she sat silhouetted against the river shoulders hunched in a chocolate-colored poncho he knew would match her eyes. He stood there for a few beats, staring at the back of her head, wondering what drew her here to this same bench he'd been aiming for. The river twinkled like broken glass in the faint haze of sunlight seeping through the clouds. A pair of swans chugged past near the riverbank, and Kyle remembered the doves again. Meg turned then like she knew he'd been watching her, he was right, the poncho did match her eyes. And though they were a little puffy, he was relieved to see they looked dry. At the moment, anyway. She blinked at him, then gave a small wave. He was walking toward her before he'd made up his mind to do that. How did you know? She asked, her voice soft as the underside of a maple leaf. Know what? That this was our spot. She shoved her hands between her knees and gave him a sheepish sort of smile. Matt and I used to come here all the time. He said he found the ducks soothing, 
Kyle nodded, not willing to taint her memory of Matt. Matt always liked this place. He stood there with his hands dangling at his sides, not sure what to say. She made it easier for him by sliding to one end of the bench and gesturing toward the empty space beside her. There's plenty of room, she said, if you wanted to sit here too. Kyle hesitated, then took a few steps forward until he found himself settling onto the cool wood beside her. Something smelled like lilacs, but it was October in Portland, and lilacs were long gone, so it must be Meg's hair. She'd always smelled sweet and flowery, like a mix of lilacs and honeysuckle or peonies, or some other flower he couldn't name. Matt used to complain that everything he owned ended up smelling like he'd spent the day in a greenhouse, though Kyle never saw the problem with that. What's with the marshmallows? she asked. 